0: Toy Story three, awesome. They really shouldn't have made a Toy Story four, but that's all I'm saying. Um, for Disney, I just I just appreciate this reference too, because like yeah, Toy Story 4, three at this point came out like like that 3, year, like, yeah. yeah, It was a
1: big deal too. So like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> not a super well, dated reference though, because I feel like everybody that's probably listening to this podcast now has seen Toy Story Three and probably was hope so at least old enough to remember it coming out oh, at the time cold, and how big of a deal it swine. was. So well yeah. and then <laughs> the
2: and the next episode, the 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 like the the ending of the next episode is uh Dr. Bauer talking about Inception, which also came around, yeah, around at the time. Yeah right? that was the summer. That yeah was summer twenty ten. Yeah. I was to see
0: like a big year for movies. Yeah. A that was a big time for movies. TV. That was okay. So best year oh sorry, best year of the movies. Best movie of the century so far which is social network that came out 2010 inception uh toy story 3
2: um is social network really that good
0: social, social network works man i thought I'll it t- was earlier than that i want to say ugh, huh. I'm, now I'm double let me let's see social network so what, what do you guess i'm guessing 2010
1: 2010
2: uh Ethan's i was gonna say right like
1: now. 2008 but i guess that's maybe why i'm thinking when facebook actually like kind of became a thing but let's see
2: I didn't realize that Facebook used to be, I mean, maybe yeah. if I watched the movie, I know this, but it used to be like just a college thing.
0: Yeah. Just for Harvard students. Yeah, it is oh, 2010. Right. So, but yeah, that was a good year for for like Oscar, you know, Oscar potential movies. And um, let's see.
2: Uh, okay. But Caleb and I had this conversation yesterday, like Disney making Toy Story 4, Disney making Lightyear disney making allowing phase four allowing phase. <laughs> but but like it's it's just i don't know i know i'm not gonna hop on the disney hate train because then it's not it's not a hot take <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking yesterday about the knights of ren in star wars yes because oh. uh he was showing me the skywalker song because he just had it on his, his xbox and he's like dude what are you talking about the knights of ren are so cool they look so cool it's like yeah they look cool to sell toys, right? Like, yeah. I remember going to Target and they had all, however many nights of Ren there are. Like, you could just buy a set. And, like, that makes me so mad. Like, no, they're lame. Because you know what happens? Kylo Ren slaughters them all in, like, two minutes yeah. in in uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Like, no, they're not cool. <laughs> I'm not going to simp over their appearance. Or, like, they're Cap- there to Captain, sell toys. Right, or, like, Captain
1: Phasma. Yeah, the, the, yeah the, oh,
2: the, the Green Bull in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Like, literally... That's what like if you buy action figures from that movie, like a part of that bowl comes in each action figure, oh so you goodness. can assemble the green. I don't even know what his name is. Like he was in the movie and he had like two lines of dialogue, and then he was like, you know, like there. And it's like, what point of like what? What does he serve? Right? Yeah. Like besides just a ten year old's like that's a cow, but it's green. I want it. Right? <laughs> so no, Toy Story four can burn. It. <laughs> Toy Story four can burn in the incinerator from Toy Story three. <laughs> oh, I, I, so honestly, true. okay, honestly. If I knew that they were not going to end the franchise, then I'm not saying that I wanted the toys to then die in the incinerator, (laughs) but if that would have like conclusively ended the series, there, I'm just saying. Have you guys seen the video
1: of the guy that like edits it so that it just like cuts out to black right after like the incinerator scene and he shows it to his mom? He like somehow edits it so she thinks that that's just the end of the movie. Like it cuts the fades to black as they're in the incinerator about to slide down. That's awesome. It's, that's it's awful. Like a, it's that's such funny. a funny video. Yeah. Even Dude. like the next day, she's like, he's still like playing it off. Like everybody else is playing it off too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And he finally reveals it to her or something like that, and she's like, "I hate you." I don't blame. You. <laughs> I, I hate
2: you. I hate you.
0: <laughs> what if like uh, the incinerator scene in Toy Story three is like it's like they're all like walking it right they're like we're about to die all this like they hold hands mm-hmm. but then like somebody like a human like walks in and yeah. so they're like they have to play dead yeah they play dead for one <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like like, <laughs> like like look at you like everybody dead. Like, so they're just <laughs> like, they have to just play dead to their mm-hmm. death
2: but like, the, and then there's like a single yeah tear. exactly oh like, my gosh uh, or, or do you think they would have just not played dead if there was a human that walked by
0: no i hope like but that's the beauty of like there's Hey, toys are toys like they're mm. gonna they do their part Hey, like, jonathan
2: you're making you're making me you're making me wild like
0: uh what's her name like the jesse the potato head the girl like the barbie bo peep? bonnie bo just, peep just like her face like crying and melting so it's like you can't tell what it's oh like, my gosh, oh, gosh
2: well jonathan you just made it worse in a good way right. <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna need to go to therapy after that one but uh <laughs> But yeah, you know what? I, I take I take it back. I'm glad that the voice didn't die in the incinerator. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pretend that Toy Story 4 is not canon, just like I pretend that all the Star Wars sequels aren't canon. So exactly. Yep, if we if we don't, then the communists win. Isn't that um, so
0: sad that like Star Wars like just like
2: went downhill?
0: Just yeah, just got like stabbed itself in the stomach. Right,
2: like it's, just like there's nothing sacred anymore. Oh, you know, like they're so making true. a fifth Indiana Jones. They're making yeah. you know they want to remake. Marvel's kind of gone down the toilet. I never thought water that would water,
0: but they've just marvel is dog water right yeah. now it's so
2: I, and i'm hoping that it doesn't stay that way i'm hoping that they're just trying to find their footing with not having a bunch of like on screen because I'm, I'm excited about like fantastic four and daredevil like there are still characters you can use like spider-man's reset like so like you know but you know guys this isn't a disney hate podcast yet let's go let's let's <laughs> kind of swing it back around All i would right, never thought i'd live right. to see the day where i'm the one who gets back <laughs> on track but uh Britta, the...
0: yeah is marion jeffrey winger <laughs> uh so one of our really good Married friends jeffrey jason winger. his wife was really is really was really or is really into the cranberries which is like a 90s band and i okay. and i love the cranberries bro like um and like this um rest the, in peace dolores <laughs> ooh. this uh the parody they're doing of like uh linger linger yeah. is i love this is that called. what it is yeah. yeah every time i hear that you song know, I'm no, i think I'm such a, a fool <laughs> for you you got me wrapped around your finger. Uh, well,
2: I need to listen to more cranberries. Then. bro.
0: It's- you have to. Do yeah. You
2: have to. Do you have to let it linger? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I just I loved that uh, little reference there. So those that, that are my top two A plus scenes. What do you guys got? I like
1: Starburn's adding a hat. Just like that whole exchange with, <laughs> with Abed. Like, oh, that's even easier. Or no, he, yeah, I guess Jeff asks Abed what's going on. He's like, "Oh yeah, Starburns rely too much on his... too much on his his star shaped shyburn, so he added a hat so he could still be popular and relevant." <laughs>
2: yeah, and that's kind of sad. I feel like that's a real thing that happens to people. Oh, like, for sure.
1: Like think about how a lot of like
2: celebrities are like they get famous, or just think of like any YouTube sensation, like the like uh, Mason Ramsey, you know, the the yodeling Walmart kid. Like that was his relevance, and so he can't rely on being the yodeling kid forever. So he has to actually like add stuff onto it. But, I, feel, I
0: feel like i saw that in high school where like kids that like were popular for something like i remember one kid he could like turn his ankle or, like around like see gosh, i can do that crazy. that's not impressive but like it was his thing like it yeah was, that was you know uh <laughs> that was jimmy's thing and so like but i remember by like you know sophomore year everyone had kind of seen it right and so he's like, he like started you know playing football and dude like just trying to like do something to, right it's yeah. like it's like
2: whenever a seven-year-old is trying to be around a bunch of adults and the seven-year-old is like just saying stuff that obviously they have no they have no idea what they're talking about yeah and this is the something that's like kind of funny and so they could try to like carry the the energy like hey watch this okay now watch this yeah. and so it's oh. like you just don't give that kid energy at all like if if people were to not talk to starburns like would he just not have starburns anymore? <laughs> He'd literally actually fade away to right. into stardust. <laughs> he would just be another meth cook. Yeah. <laughs> he does have two girls around, you know. He's I know, right? Him, so I know. He's apparently always... he's pulling the ladies. Like... <laughs> In the first couple of seasons, he's actually like relatively like an actual person. Yeah. And then it gets to the whole like, you know, cat car and all that stuff. Fake death. But fake death. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I
1: feel like this episode has like three keystone scenes. So first one is. Uh, Jeff and and Britta, and after um, Jeff realizes that like he needs to like in the hallway. No, I like, mean I'm talking about so so after um in the cafeteria after the cafeteria when I, Britta does that, I'm high on my own drama. Yeah, and Annie makes Jeff think like, oh, I just need to play her game and like try to get even with her. So then he goes into anthropology and like okay. confesses his love for Britta. Right, and then they are like, oh, I love you more than anything in the world, and they start like making out really weirdly. Mm-hmm. And there's that shot where like their faces get closer as you but you see Annie's face yeah, in between. I them. thought that was a great
2: That's a cinematic great shot. Great like great cinematic yeah, shot. Yeah. Just a great scene. It doesn't focus in on them until they're kissing. Yeah. And it's Annie's focus. Yeah. And man, I know I know that we we crap on Jeff for being forty and Annie being eighteen. But I really do feel bad for her this episode. Yeah. Like she's,
1: get, she's getting like false hope. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which I I guess I know. I don't know. I'll, I'll get to my thoughts on that. You can, you can keep going on your your A plus stuff,
1: right, right? So that so, so that's my first keystone scene. Mm-hmm. Second keystone scene is the study room argument scene. Oh yeah. Afterwards, whenever you find out that Jeff kiss Annie and uh, Troy's
2: writing down all of all white
1: man says. You
0: didn't win that day. <laughs> yeah. You don't <laughs> you kiss one or eat one and lick yeah. another.
2: Yeah. 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 He said jelly donuts too. Yeah. Right? yeah.
0: Not
1: Cookies. <laughs> not like <laughs> 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 there's two jelly donuts. Jeff, yeah. You don't lick one and eat another yeah
2: Did nobody objects to us to being referred to as donuts no yeah. one that's a great
1: scene just the arguments and the back and forth banter I think and then the third keystone scene is the scene the final scene in the class or not final scene but like the penultimate scene in the class one Jeff goes up and gives a speech about like respect <laughs> I respect you that's why you fail <laughs>
2: it's even like the it's like the Betty White voice you know
1: Yeah, it's, that's a great scene too <laughs> what
2: do you got Christian um I I don't know I thought that like Britta I don't know. I feel I feel for Britta in this episode. You know, I I feel yeah. like she shouldn't play into um, you know, the Jeff hate, but that's not no near the same level as Jeff just being a dick. Um, <laughs> so I I like the the little exchange where Jeff's like, not to be a tool or anything, but you know, you may you embarrassed me that day too, and then Britta's like, well, I'll, I'd hate to be around whenever you do mean to be a tool, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's like it's it's the whole like false equivalency of like jeff doesn't really have a leg to stand on like i know that he he didn't do anything wrong like he was never like obligated to love Britta or um slater which by the way we never see slater again. Yeah. so that's again another reason Shout why i hate the season, the season finale of season one but um i just thought that was a funny line that i feel like Britta actually kind of does well um and then she also plays into the high on my own drama because I do kind of like, I get it. Like Britta's not really popular and that's kind of her whole shtick. So like, it must feel nice to have people who like her. Yeah. And are like, cause I think it, it's cause understandable. Cause it's, for sure. it's good from experience. Like it's nice to have people who sympathize with you after like a rejection, which is what Britta's going through. Like, it's nice to know that like you have people on your side. Yeah. Which I also know it's also like to be on the other side of like everybody, you know, a girl's friends. think that you're a jerk and it's like no you weren't there for it you don't get to hate me yeah because you're you're not you're not unique being the like oh you but you better not hurt my friend or i'll come visit you at 10 o'clock at night with a tire iron like everybody has that one friend who like is a psycho you know (laughs) or that's like their personalities they want to be psycho so anyway i'm i'm all over the place today but But, but
0: i think about that too like added to like the idea of like it's nice to have people on your side yeah i think about even in the simpler way of like I remember when I tell a joke in high school or like whatever when like and then people would just laugh. like move on. No, a lot of people oh. laugh or like like oh Jonathan, that was really funny or like I could like lead the class
2: and stuff like that and like people like gave me attention, right? And like,
0: you know, maybe- <laughs> please give me
2: attention. <laughs> please give me attention. <laughs> See, I'm the I'm mine. Mine is the opposite. Whenever you're in a group of people and you say something, and then the rest of the group like moves on, but there's one person who's like oh yeah, and they actually try to engage with you. I'm like yeah, hey, I appreciate that. Thank you. That is but, nice. But yeah, um, I also I love. Um, whenever Chang is you can find an eighth loser for your group of losers, and uh, Jeff's like, you know, I think you took the class because you want to be in the group, but you have too much pride to ask. And Chang is like, Would someone with too much pride do this? And he like has his bank notifications and it's like your current balance is twenty-three dollars and twenty cents. And Chang is like, consider yourself chained. <laughs> and I'm like, honestly, dude, like I've been there where like your bank accounts and like single digits, like <laughs> And just the fact he just like plays it off. And I feel like he actually feels like he's going over. Like, I don't have enough pride. I don't have too much pride. Like, I don't have any pride at all. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Plus, like, honestly, okay. I really feel bad for Chang, like, in this part of season two. Like, once he goes, like, crazy off the rails, like, then, like, obviously he's a a villain, but, like, why didn't the group just, and I'll get to that later, too. Like, he didn't do anything wrong. Like, okay. Like, at this point, he's still senior Chang who got fired. Mm -hmm. So, like, he's still, like, a relatively normal person. But, uh, in the argument scene in the study room, there are a couple of good, a um, couple of good points. One of them is Britta going off on Annie for like stealing her guys. Like first it was Vaughn and then Jeff, you know, now if I, I better not smile at that wall outlet or you'll fry your tongue off. I'm like yeah. that's a, that's a funny little observational joke. Um, and then Annie's punch on Jeff was very cathartic for me. Like Jeff is just the, the worst in this episode. And like, good sound design. I'm and just, good sound design, right? Yeah. One of my nitpicks that I'm going to jump ahead for is I hate his mouth. It looks so gross. It doesn't look like he got punched in the face. It looks like he has like, it looks like he had a zip that he popped and then it started oh. bleeding and then it, like you're really, like, it doesn't. You know what I'm talking about. I see. I hate you, it. I, I like and it distracts I... me every time and I hate it. Um, but yeah, that's those are those are my my A plus for leading the class. I I didn't really have one. Like I don't think anybody really like like Annie didn't do anything wrong, but she didn't like stand out for me. Yeah. Um, Jeff flunked the class, okay? <laughs> um, I was so mad just at Jeff. Um, the, the hallway scene where, like, um, you know, he's Britta goes off and all the girls like her, and he's like, I don't like where that's going. And then Annie talks to him and still likes him, and he's like, I don't like where that's going. I'm like, no, Jeff, I don't feel bad for you at all. Not because, you know, like, you rejected Britta, yeah. but... You don't get to deny that Britta like feels bad about it. Now that it doesn't play into your power trip, mm. you also don't really care about Annie liking you. You just don't want like he says it like if people find out about it, I'm going to get tarred and feathered and put on one of those websites that you look up when you're buying a house. Like he doesn't care about <laughs> Annie. He just doesn't want to have a bad reputation on himself. Yeah. And so like the whole episode isn't about him trying to make things better and like make Britta less feel awkward. It's about him trying to re- restore his image. And so like Jeff. I, I'm not going to say it because I, I have <laughs> it makes me really mad. Um,
0: yeah. No, honestly, though, like get you a girl that looks look, looks at you like Annie looks like Jeff in this episode. like
2: The one about discussion? I, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stop that. I I, I checked the makeup meter in this month's nah, yeah, interview. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we technically French. <laughs> oh, gosh.
0: No, but I think about that, like, just uh, honestly, that's the magic of, like, film is that, like, in that moment, like, I'm falling in love with Annie. I'm like, yeah. Gosh, Annie, like, Annie. <laughs> it was like, if you, if you need a girl that, if you need a guy that
2: acknowledges <laughs> you, like, well, yeah. And then she, there's the, whenever she's like, well, what if the girl that you deserve to be with was, was in front of you all along is like, I've been that guy before. So I yeah. was like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. You, like. So, yeah, yeah, there's just, no, that, I yeah. agree with you. I think, you just, I think Allison Breed nails this episode with the acting. That's why I have Annie leading the class too, because, you just see how much he. it almost seems like Allison Brie is like infatuated with Joel McHale. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of mm-hmm. makes you think that, and you really start to be like, Oh I mean, I'm creeped out by the fact that they kissed. But like I can see that she's really just like enamored with him. You know, she's just kind of like for better or for worse, like obsessed with him, you know? And I think that's relatable for a lot of people. Whenever you have somebody you really like, and she's been thinking about him all summer probably. Yeah. And, and I stuff. feel
2: like, I feel sorry. I feel like, um, her liking i feel like annie liking jeff like is logical because like over season one they have multiple positive interactions yeah you know like there there's like some some background like uh like is saying that she still loves jeff like that has no basis whatsoever mm-hmm. but like even if it is it is kind of weird again because the age difference like it makes sense why annie would like jeff because they do have good chemistry on on screen right so yeah, yeah.
0: and like adding to that like jeff's low-key wanted to kiss annie since like the debate episode because when she kissed him like for the debate he like kind of lingered in and so like it's always kind of been there mm-hmm. and so then like oh he gets what he wants like mm-hmm. he goes goes for it and like oh well, i don't want all this like come right. on bruv like
2: i don't know i don't know i'm not gonna you we know. Pay. <laughs> ah um do you have any do you have any extra credit for this episode Jonathan any any little things that you noticed or any little any
0: little trivia bits So like uh Donald Glover there was a rumor and he actually voiced Miles Morales in I think Spectacular Spider-Man the TV show
2: Spectacular, spectacular <laughs> so, Spider-Man Okay if you were going
0: to do it I it cuz it has a bomb Oh like, yeah uh oh, what's it called theme song Theme song He <laughs> can leave them overhead. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so he voiced Miles Morales in that show. He was in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming yeah, as, as Prowler. A- Prowler. Prowler, thank right. you. And then... Um,
2: but yeah, there was a rumor for a long time that he was going to be a live-action like Spider-Man. So um, why have... I mean, that's honestly... We we already hopped on the Marvel hate train, so you know, Disney, if you're trying to turn Marvel around, just have a Prowler movie. You know, that, that'll fix everything. But yeah. anyway, keep going. Cool. No, but... Uh,
0: um, yeah, so that was like my one... Pe- like, when he woke up with the... Uh, um in the spider-man pajamas that's kind of what i thought about for that
1: yeah so uh i noticed this i actually watched this episode three different times before we did this because we went on a hiatus and Mm -hmm. i thought we were gonna start recording and then we had some (laughs) false starts that's okay so i watched a couple times but i was the the second time i watched it i did notice that in the anthropology scene uh when you first we meet uh, dr bauer betty white um or actually in all the <laughs> scenes in the anthropology classroom on the chalkboard behind her there's a, something about locomotor types like movement types it's talking about like hum, human vertical walking and uh knuckle walking and like with the knuckle walking it says chimps and dean pelton yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> nice little uh easter easter egg and then uh there also is a part that says or something on the chalkboard that says dioramas they better be cool which is a joke that they make several times in the show it's like and there's going to be a diorama. It was like, ah. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course this is the episode uh, or the origin of uh, ha gay. Yeah. <laughs> which again, another community, you know, going mainstream, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And then uh I thought this was interesting. The old white man says the TV show joke that, you know, Pierce makes at the end is a reference to Bleat My Dad Says, which was a TV <laughs> show that was on CBS at that time. Oh, okay. and that was on an, it it premiered the same night that this episode was on like that show did so that's they're kind of making a little dig at cbs so it was that's like intentional hilarious. yeah it's an intentional oh, dig they're like that's oh of shows fun. on at the same time as another, another
2: show that like lasted for two seasons too long you know <laughs> yeah william
1: shatner i think was the dad <laughs> in the- oh, see, I, remember the I vaguely remember it, yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm looking that up because then there is
2: a show yeah. called dads and there's a show called mom with allison janny and, Danny and uh, you know, uh yeah uh yeah it's just kind of that that whole like throw some crap at the wall and see what sticks basically yeah I, mean, I uh, good
0: for the people though get in their check real fast
2: like get in their check and get out oh for not. sure i mean william <laughs> shatner is not in it for the passion yeah you know sure. uh, <laughs> he slept through boston league let's <laughs> <face>. <laughs> i'm saying uh, it. or american psycho 2 <laughs> all-american girl i never watched that well one. nobody did nobody knew it existed <laughs> <laughs> it has uh mila exactly. kunis see i i watched the dead meat youtube channel so i know all of the like the hidden horror movie stuff but <laughs> anyway um Uh, Ethan wrote this down. I thought it was really cool, too, that Abed, whenever he reconnects with Shirley um, at the start of this episode, he says, I like your hair. Um, And at first, it's just like, oh, that's kind of nice, Abed. Like, you're thinking of something nice that you can say to Shirley. But then later on, whenever he's, like, thinking about spinning off, he asks Shirley to open a hair salon with him. Did you notice that? Now that you say it. Yeah. 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 And at first, I was like, oh, that's kind of a weird thing. Is that racist that he thinks that all black women... But I watched it again, and he compliments her hair. I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Also... Whenever Jeff is in line with Chang, um, he's like, Hey, can I have some I think it's mac and cheese or whatever? You know what he wants it? And the lunch lady is like, sorry, it looks like your food just walked out on you. But it's the same lunch lady that in season one had, was was mute. So she hated Jeff so much that she learned how to talk. So <laughs> well, Oh you know,
1: she got throat surgery, I think, right? No. And that's why she couldn't talk in season. Pierce home. told Oh, maybe maybe yeah, so you, she hands him a note and he's like, Well, the, uh, throat make, surgery she, doesn't make you any less human or something like that. No,
2: he said, Throat surgery would humanize you. Oh, so maybe so either either they just forgot that the character was mute, or <laughs> she actually took Pierce's device. So maybe she took Pierce's device canonically, but mm-hmm. that's kind of fun because it's not consistent. Um, I also just liked the whole like you know, oh, but What is this? It's a wedding episode because that's a trope. Like I can't think of a TV show that I've watched where there hasn't been a wedding, like Frasier or an kid, episode, a little bit Friends, Big Bang Theory, How Much, full, how much Your Mother, Full House. Yeah, Office. Uh, the Office, Office. Uh, Parks Rec, Mash, Parks and Rec, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine. So yeah, yeah, it's just kind of funny that he's like, "Well, we're gonna get out of the way now." Even Glow had one, and it's like it's about right? you know, wrestling in the eighties, right? Uh, yeah, you don't uh, need that. Randy Savage and the Miss Elizabeth—they had a wedding at WrestleMania two, uh, you know. So, um, also okay. Oh, yeah. So, so my last little bit of trivia: like, this is the second episode in the series so far where Starburns like has like a direct influence on the outcome with Jeff, because in this episode. He's like, aren't you sitting with your group? It's after the the group fight and they're in anthropology for the second day. It's like, I thought you only got in there so you could bang the blonde one. And like, even though he just says it, like that's what encourages Jeff to go give the speech. It's also interesting to think like he brings it back to the first episode because like I
0: was like, yeah. "Yeah, Oh yeah, that was was the whole whole point, point, right? So
2: it's crazy that like, Huh. if I had a nickel for every time Starburns led to the outcome of an episode be... Starburns the Jimmy Cricket of <laughs> the best <laughs> what the first thing. Well, the, what? the chicken one because it's oh, right, like right, the, right, the, yeah, the yeah. piece that they don't have <laughs> yeah yeah so it's just crazy that it, you know it's it maybe reaching a little bit but but if yeah wish
0: upon a star
2: <laughs> yeah so that was that was my extra credit um, in terms of my closing thoughts my thought on the episode um, I've already given um, my thoughts on Jeff he can yeah Anyway, he's not he's not a cool guy. Jeff sucks. Jeff sucks. But this was a good episode. I thought it was a good um, kind of change of pace. I thought I kind of felt like I heard the show writers talking through Abe when he's like, "I want to get away from the cliche stuff," and it felt like an episode of Community. Um, so I Maybe feel like so. I, I feel like I will give this a hmm. Um, <clears throat> I'll give this in terms of Dan Harmon properties. I'll give it a. Uh, Solar Opposites out of Trevor Saves the Universe. It's a pretty, pretty good episode. You know, it's not it's not Rick and Morty tier, but it's it's uh, it's uh pretty good. So, All right.
1: Yeah, I think it's a solid episode. I'd give it like an 8 out of a 10. I kind of think it's like an underappreciated episode in terms of there's not like a crazy adventure in it, but yeah. there is some good group dynamics and we are sorting through some leftover problems from season one. For and, sure. And, you know, I, th- I think it's handled in a, in a good way where we don't just like breeze past everything and just, oh, we forgot about it. Like they deal with it. Um, there's some healing involved and we see them kind of reunite again. And I think that's a nice feel good ending to an episode. Um, I, some good crazy Chang too. Like I agree with Christian. I don't like crazy Chang later on in the show because like when he's like the dictator and I just, it gets too, I don't know, out there, but, yeah, ridiculous. um, at, at least early on, like, you know, you have the, the scene in the end of this one where, uh, he does the golem impression. He does the golem like honestly get a Kim Jong. Great acting. Yeah.
0: No. They're my friends. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's great acting. And I, I think it's a nice uh like just a nice little like wrench that the writers are throwing in here, you know, to add kind of a antagonist, I guess, that we get early on. Um I'd say my only nitpick with the episode is just like the very first scene when we see like the the Greendale 7 and it like shows them all waking up, getting ready for the first day of school. And I like it ends with Britta, and it does this like weird zoom in shot where it like flies over the room and then lands on her face. Yeah. And for some reason, that really annoyed me. That shot <laughs> every time I watch this episode, it feels really early two thousands ish. Well, also, it's an expensive shot for no reason. Like, yeah. It right. Like the easier
2: thing would be to just like have a static shot and then yeah, cut, and then yeah, cut yeah, to right. her face right just yeah. have a separate shot <laughs> yeah. But, yeah
0: let's 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 go but, right.
2: but i will say i did appreciate them building that set where they're tracking the shot from yeah, no the that's the yeah. yeah and like just the little details that like you know troy has the spider-man pajamas and i love pierce i always love pierce's painting above his bed yeah. <laughs> um, Which, abed has the um, nightmare on elm street poster above his bed jeff is like literally just like a bear Room, it's like very like clean cut lawyer. Yeah. that's a great storytelling.
0: Yeah, for showing. Yeah, telling. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and also it got me thinking, like looking at that young Pierce too. It's like, man, okay, Tom Cruise has like, you know, Tom Cruise is ageless, but like he takes care, he like, <laughs> like takes like great care of himself. Like, man, Chevy Chase was such a stud. Like, like eighty Chevy Chase man, is such good looking, and just and like he just got old. Yeah, well, just got old and didn't take care of himself. That's you know? that's
2: something, honestly, like. So before before we started the podcast, we were kind of having a therapy session or something therapy where session. I was talking about like just me and my life and what I'm doing, and uh, I've I've really thought about that. Like I go to college events, and like you know, a college athlete's parents look a lot different from a normal person's parents. Like a lot of times, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. like the dad is like six foot two and like really skinny. He's still like cycles, and the yeah. mom that has like long blonde hair. Like most people aren't that. Like most people aren't athletes. And so on the one hand, I'm like, okay, did Chevy Chase really let himself go? Or is that just sort of like the natural progression? All right. Because I think of like, um, like Carrie Elway's Wesley from Princess Bride. Like he's not thin anymore. Mm -hmm. Like he's, he's gotten, he's gotten old, which is nothing against him. He's still attractive. Michael Keaton's gotten old. Like he's balding. Like it's, I mean, that's the whole premise of Birdman. Yeah. uh, Is that (laughs) he was a superhero and now he's old. Like, so I, I, I get what you're saying though. Like it's kind of, it's it's uh, it's hard to think that like chevy chase from national lampoons to pierce like it seems like it's two different people Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of why they put the painting over his bed of like oh that looks like somebody completely different but it actually is a painting of him or a picture of him yeah yeah so i but i appreciated that cinematography if not the shot of Mm brita yeah definitely get that i feel that um
0: i'd say like for me um I feel like, no. I probably give like an eight out of 10. Closer again. to a nine to a seven.
2: <laughs> You're right, closer but- than a nine to an eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would
0: say something like that.
2: <laughs> no, I said that one of our episodes. You're like, a 7.3 is like so closer to the seven than an eight. I meant to say closer to a six than an eight, but. And then Ethan was like, yeah, that's what that means. Yeah. <laughs> It'll kill you only if I die. Yeah. That's what killing you means sorry uh, no, you you're
0: good no but yeah I thought it was a great start <laughs> to the season um I felt like this and I wanted to know if you guys felt like this it made me feel like if I didn't watch community and I just watched this episode I would definitely want to go back and like watch the first seat like did you feel like that as a like it was a good premiere in that in that sense that it like worked like oh I would like Oh, what you know? What is this
2: Jeff and Any dynamic? Why?
0: Mm-hmm. Who you know? Yeah,
2: like if you were just somebody fl- fl- flipping through NBC and you saw the premiere, yeah, yeah, I f- I, I would feel like flipping through Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> <laughs> community marathon for Sharknado hours. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I agree. I I feel like this is the perfect time for Community. Like they had hit their stride with their characters and their pacing. Like they've got nothing to prove. They're not trying too hard. To bring people back in, like I feel like, after a while, a lot of network TV shows, like think about like the The Big Bang Theory or like even How I Met Your Mother, like in the last three season, like it becomes a parody of itself, and Community will become that eventually. But like after a while, you stop bringing people in by the story and you just start bringing them in by like, oh, this is your comfort care. Sheldon's yeah. going to say the bazinga thing, and like <laughs> you know. But I feel like yeah, this is a good, strong start to Community because this is a community episode. It's not just a sitcom episode. Agreed. Yeah. Word felt heard. Um, <laughs> yes. So moving on to accounting for lawyers, um, a couple of my A plus, uh, the things that I really liked about the episode. Um, I feel like community a couple different times. You know, we we talked about like the foosball. Um, like the whole like, oh, Germany's the bad guys all the time. I love the 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 Dean's like little side comment of like the winner of the, the Pop and Lockathon gets to annex Poland. Not really. It's an iTunes gift card. And like Those two <laughs> things are like completely different. Like one of them is so trivial. It's like the quintessential prize is like, oh, a gift card to something that you can't really even use versus like the worst chapter of like European history in the last like, you know, 100 <laughs> years. Um, but... I think one of my favorite lines or favorite interactions in the whole, the whole show is whenever Jeff walks in with Alan and uh, Shirley was like, Oh, you were late. something along those lines. And he's like, Shirley, if I killed a man as a Christian, would you forgive me? And then she's like, yeah, yeah, I would. And he's like, so either that man's life is worth less than your time or it's okay for me to be late. And I'm like, I really hate Jeff in this couple of like stretch of episodes, but that's a really good like lawyer bit to use. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: doesn't really make sense. Yeah. But it makes sense because, at the same time. Like because, it sounds smart. Because
2: if he killed a man, right? Murder's a sin. So as a Christian, Shirley is the is the stereotypical Christian. Uh-huh. So she'd forgive him, right? So yeah. she'd forgive him for that. So he's saying, if I killed a man, you forgave me, why wouldn't you forgive me for being late? Okay. Right? Yeah. So either it's okay for me, it's like either my time is unforgivable, but me killing somebody is forgivable, which means that his life is worth less than this, or it's okay. I'm like, that's a fun way to say it. Like, you know yeah. what? Like, good on you, Jeff. I really like that. I thought it was smart. Um, I love uh, Annie's like realization. Like the the line delivery, the line <laughs> delivery front Manny is like, narcotics. I know how to know Alan. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's a very Allison Bree line. I like that. <laughs> um, and then Annie trying to do uh charades to spill her beans, and then Shirley just kind of grabs a notebook and is like, Alan got Jeff Disbarred. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then uh, another line that I really liked was uh, Shirley, don't sue her. She's a stripper. Life sued her, and she lost. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which <laughs> is, it's crazy nice. because you actually do see that character later, mm-hmm. and you realize that Jeff was the lawyer who, like, de- defended per- defended yeah. yeah her or something. And so I don't know. I just, I, I just I thought that was a, a really clever line. So even even if I didn't like a lot of the character motives in this episode, like. I wasn't supposed to like Alan, and I wasn't supposed yeah. to agree with Jeff. So, like, it was a good form of like. Uh, it reminds me of there's like a there's a picture on the internet of like a wrestling fan who wrote a sign is like, "Sir, I want you to know that we're not booing you because of your effective heel work. We're booing you because you're just awful." And I feel like there are two <laughs> different reasons to not like a character in a show. One of them is because like they're doing a good job of you not liking them. The other is just that it, like it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like this was the better part of that. Like they they did good heel work. Yeah, so. for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like Jeff's <laughs> remark of is it is it me or is this campus getting more cartoonish every day <laughs> as like people walk around with hats and hack club yeah it's a uh, great again self awareness of the show uh, and then that scene where Alan and Jeff walk in and meet the group and uh, I think Pierce says something like oh yeah I'm really good at uh, what does yeah. he say manipulation or something like that I, didn't manipulation <laughs> I can I can hit me you're bald. So are you? I'll kill you.
2: I'll get-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just like the delivery by Alan. So are you? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <are you. laughs> uh, I mean, this, i <laughs> and Troy and Annie, like going to steal the email from <laughs> Alan's computer, Absolutely. everything from, I don't know. All I heard was suck. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, then, and then chloroforming, chloroforming janitor and then Twice. waking up
2: and well, I understand. I understand. why does she have a rag? And the, like this, the, this, like the squealing that he does yeah. whenever he's Ooh,
1: it's, it's so like disturbing to watch but it's yeah it's hilarious because just, and that's one of those scenes that comes up a lot of times right and like then Troy trips maybe, over him whenever he runs yeah, out yeah. which almost yeah. seems like probably stage or not stage probably seems uh improvised like he didn't actually mean to trip over him eh,
2: maybe or maybe, maybe he maybe the first time on a take they didn't keep he did it and dan i was like
1: brilliant keep doing it yeah 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 that's, actually, let's, let's keep that that's yeah. a great scene and i think honestly jumping ahead here a little bit bet Annie, and Troy, I think for me are the, just the best part of this episode is their little side like mission. Yeah. to Go do that is the best part of the episode for me. I don't love this episode. Um, but that's one of the, I mean, that's a top 10 community scene, I think for sure for me is them in the office. Uh, and then I also just love the Pierce line when, and his delivery again, like when he comes up to them and at the party, he's like, Hey, did you know there's an island in Indonesia where you can hunt people? Yeah. Which,
2: I feel like that's a joke that it's kind of. I mean, it's the most dangerous game, right? It reminds me of uh, Tom and Percy Rick. I think that dude wants to hunt me.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I loved. Okay, I have this thing with uh, Drew Carey, where like I don't really get his popularity or like how he got. Because <laughs> was he a stand-up comedian before? He, like, yeah, uh, and he did the Drew Carey Show. Okay, so yeah. yeah. Cause I know he was on Who Wasn't Whose Line Wasn't Anyway, right? And then '99 right. started the Drew Carey Show, right? Um, so he was a stand-up comedian, or something. I, I think so. I think he was stand. I don't know if he stand. Up. He ex- was a comedy <laughs> comedic actor. <for laughs> okay. sure. It's kind
2: of. I mean, there's there are a lot of actors like that. Like, how did you get famous? Like, yeah, yeah. That's,
0: but I loved. uh, I loved the consistency of like the hole in the hand thing. Cause like when he dropped like the grape through it, like I, I watched that multiple times. Like. Oh wow, that's like good, like CG that yeah. they did there. Like it's really good, vi- like effect. It it's just
2: such a random character trait for him to have. Yeah, yeah, right. My I know, I know, you all see it. Yeah, I talk about it behind my back. Yeah, okay. they, they really
1: didn't need to have that. No, no. not at all. But it, it the works. little it's suction funny. cup sounds yeah that's yeah. hilarious oh, yes, yeah yes yeah yeah when that he shakes, other thing. That always oh, cracks like, me up yeah the suction cup sound yeah and Jeff just like
2: cringes just a little bit yeah. but not <laughs> enough right thank
1: you I guess I'm I guess I'm not on the Drew Carey hate train I like Drew Carey I think I, it, I, mean, I, I think too. it's a great cameo we used me. to
2: watch nope. Parks or Price is Right Parks and Rec we used to watch Price is Right every day yeah uh but it's just kind of, one of those like uh huh.
1: I get it. Like, he's not for everybody. And I don't think he's like the funniest guy in the world. Yeah. But I just think like he fits, I think, this character well. And I think that's a good use of his I like agree. cameo appearance. Well, that's what I'm, I'm not like. I'm not like, oh, burn Drew created the ground. You know, turn, turn <laughs> oh, this man. Yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I, I was just like in my own mind, like, how did he get, like, maybe you, you guys knew, like, how did he get famous? How did he get here? But um, no. Um, for leading the class, I had Jeff. Uh, you know, this is obviously just kind of like a Jeff episode. So it's like, It was, uh, and like we talked, we've already shared like a a bunch of his like really good lines and stuff like that, so I won't have to reiterate. But yeah, you know, um, Jeff's in every episode; he has the most work in this series, so you know he's earned it. He's earned this. What you guys got?
2: See, I was, I was sort of on the opposite. Maybe maybe it's just because I want to be different from everybody else and not say the same thing. But I thought that Jeff, I feel like in the last two episodes, people, it's like I can see how he. He could lead the class, but I feel like most of the episode he's an awful person, and then he comes back around. Like in the first episode, he was unbearable. In this episode, I feel like it's kind of the same thing. Where I understand that he's excited to hop back into the lawyer life because that's what he's at Greendale for, but he just treats his friends so badly. And like even whenever he's like, "Go win the pop and lockathon," because um, I don't care. Like you guys care, and I don't. And I'm like that. That's supposed to be a feel good moment, but I don't feel good about it. You know. But um, I feel like I, don't, I still don't have a leading in the class for this. I feel like Alan is my flunking the class. He can go screw off because he's the worst. He doesn't. So he shows up in two different episodes. He shows up later again in like season five. It's the evil something Abed, like something that. like that. Season, um, season four, maybe. I don't remember. Um, but he doesn't ever get his comeuppance. Cause even in that episode, whenever Jeff like listen here, like grabs him by the tie, like he turns right around and like turns Jeff into the board of directors or something like that. I'll have to watch that episode again. But he's just an awful guy. Like he doesn't really care about Jeff. He only invites him to the party to get what he wants. And then he lies to Jeff about it. Um, I think Drew Carey's character really puts it at like, well, he's a spineless, trust fund jagoff. Um, and he's just just the type of character. That he is, I don't like the whole like, I'm going to I'm going to put you in a headlock and I'm going to touch you and grab you and just say really gross things that are supposed to be homosexual. Like, that's not (laughs) funny to me. just Packer
1: from the office. Right. Exactly. But
2: not but not like. I feel like Packer is at least somewhat like competent. I don't (laughs) feel I I don't feel like Alan is. I feel like he's literally just the like. He's so despicable that you like he has no redeeming qualities whatsoever.
0: Packers like the like uncomfortable, unfunny uncle who thinks he's really cool. Yeah,
2: but like Alan's just the jackoff. Like yeah, yeah. but
0: instead yeah, instead of being your uncle, it's a guy who this you you know who's your peer who's like the same age as you. So it's like okay, what are you what are you doing? I don't really get you. Yeah,
1: I I got Jeff leading the class. I think I mean yeah, he's a little bit unlikable because the way he treats the class, but I think. As in terms of this episode, you know, it's it's about him, and I think Mm -hmm. the show is still it's about all of them. But he's originally, at least the first, you know, in the pilot, like the reason that we even have the show is he goes to Greendale to get, you know, to make up for his fake law degree, and then everything just kind of waterfalls from there. This episode, seeing lawyer Jeff, I enjoy because I think it shows us a different side of him that we don't get in a lot of the other episodes. I mean, he's a great leader. And he's obviously like um, he's becoming more of a, you know, caring person has, you know, more of a family, you know, thinks of them more as a family, but just like we get kind of get a little bit of him, like going back to his old life, which I think is just really interesting because ultimately in for Jeff's character arc, like we don't know what's going to happen. Like we assume he's going to get his degree and he's going to leave and go back to be a lawyer. And like, he's either going to stop you know, talking to the Greendale seven or like, it's just, life's going to be different, you know? And that's kind of like a theme of obviously the later seasons and like season six. Um, But I just, I think it's interesting. Like, oh yeah, we kind of forgot for a while. that Like Jeff is still like, he's trying to be a lawyer again. Like Mm -hmm. there is still that realization of like, there is life outside Greendale. There is still some kind of decision Jeff has to make at some point down the road. Hmm. And so I think it's a good reminder just to have that. And even seeing him in his element at the lawyer party and having to deal with, yeah, his past, which was ugly, he was really salty about getting disbarred originally, and I feel like he just wasn't a good person either. Yeah, he's definitely become a better person since he's come to Greendale, right? So I think there's a lot of question there. Is like, is Jeff going to go back to being like a jagoff, a, a you know, a douchebag as a lawyer? Is he going to be more honest because he's learned some more from the Greendale Seven, you know, or is he going to just be like, you know what, screwed? I don't want to go be a lawyer. I, I mean, feel you know, like
2: though that uh, that concept is really interesting because I I've noticed that like in my own life, that, uh, there's there's some like principle or law or theory it's like you know like um oh there's a there's a character in fantastic beasts like it it fills the space that it inhabits right so if it's a really big space if it gets really big if it's really small and i feel like that's kind of like your your social setting like jeff has become a cartoonish parody of himself at greendale because that's what he's always around and he sort of forgets that like there's this bigger world around him and i feel like whenever i worked at dollar general uh, like in 2019 like my whole world was I walked back and forth from my apartment to Dollar General and I saw the same people every day and had the same coworkers and so I felt like miserable because it was Dollar General first of all but <laughs> like we went to Kansas City to a Royals game and then I went back on campus when classes started and I was like I forgot that there is a world beyond Dollar General like I knew it existed but all I saw was just that stuff and so I guess maybe I was a little too harsh on Jeff then that it probably does does feel good for him to be back in his element, his his lawyer element. Um maybe he just sort of overcorrected a little bit compared to yeah. his Greendale group. But uh I don't know, I just always find that interesting that like your your immediate surroundings sort of make up your reality sometimes. For sure. And so it like makes a conscious effort to break that. Yeah.
1: You guys got extra credit?
2: I didn't have any. Christian, do you have extra credit? Um Yeah, 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 yeah. So I noticed that whenever um whenever they chloroform the janitor and then abed is the one who has the idea to lay down like they're passed out okay whenever he's laying there he's laying like completely straight like which is supposed to be like oh ha ha abed isn't really like another person he's just like rigid but if he thinks that his life is a movie or a tv show wouldn't you expect him to be the most like overdramatic person who's passed out like (laughs) like he dresses up as batman right and like crusades as batman he pretends to be a vampire whenever he's talking to girls. Like I would expect him to like, be like slumped over the table and be like, that was the worst. And like kind of play it off as like a se- secret agent movie or something like that. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so just a little, little thing I noticed. Um, but also I think this is the, the most like important um, what if scenario, you know, Marvel what if season one, and two. So community season two or community. What if, what if the group won the pop and walkathon and Shane got into the group? Because I was as I was like thinking about it, like Chang eventually sort of joins the group like in season, like after his Changnesia phase, like he yeah. just sort of like is, is a, a tag along. But like, what if he was part of like the Greendale eight? Because this is before he goes like absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. This is before like, you know, dictator Chang and like it's a Palomino Chang. Like in season <laughs> three, he's just like crazy. In season two, I think he's just sort of like eccentric. So, like, what would it have looked like? And, th- and that really bothered me. Like, Troy's whole, like, well, that wasn't the deal. We lost. So, I was like, dude, like, you're a dick. Like, <laughs> obviously, like, you can't appreciate that Chang was there for five hours. Like, I get it. Yeah, anyway. Um, but also, do you notice that in his daydream of him joining the group, he's not just in the group. He's actually, like, the head of the group. Yeah. He's sitting in Jeff's seat. So, maybe maybe that's my what-if scenario answer is that Chang would have taken over the group. He doesn't want to just be in it. He wants to control it. That makes sense. Like, yeah.
0: You have the strongest personality of like the eight, the eight of them.
2: Right. And so, yeah. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> yep. So that was, that was, that was my, uh, that was my extra credit on uh, my final thoughts. Um, I was still, I was still frustrated with Alan. Like he didn't get his comeuppance at all through the series. Um, he's, he's like the cowardly conniving villain, sort of like the, the Ethelwald and, um, season one of the last kingdom um like not in a good way like he's he's still like the one it's just frustrating um
0: but also like too kind of thinking about like obviously the community is a tv shit like it's a drop it's a you know it's it's theater like ultimately um I mean, it's interesting to think like oh who are the villains in community and like alan's one of the you know thinking like uh, almost like a context of like a marvel show or marvel movie like yeah alan's alan is a villain in the show and never really pays for you know his sins ultimately and like something like that but that's just a yeah
2: like you're saying like not every villain can be killmonger or gore the god butcher like some villains yeah. have to be yellow jacket and they have to be uh <laughs> the Dark Elf from Thor 2.
0: <laughs> well, also just the idea that, like, oh, he never, like, they never, like, defeat him. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. never, we never watch him get disbarred, or never, you know, anything like that.
2: But I feel like, I don't know. Like, you never see City College get beat either, mm-hmm. and I feel like some characters, like, yeah, they're just, like, one-offs. But, like, sometimes you do build up how, like, despicable somebody is, and, like, it's just really good to see them get their come on even if it's not realistic. Yeah. Because in real life, Unfortunately, justice isn't always served, but like, yeah. Anyway, so, th- so that was really that was really my only like frustration with the episode. Um, I didn't love it. Um, I didn't hate it. I thought it was I thought it was clever. Like, I thought that the pacing and the story and, and the jokes worked. Um, it just wasn't like one of those that like captured and held my attention the whole time that I would watch over and over and over again. Um, so I think that I would give it maybe a, uh, a Who's Line with Aisha Taylor. Out of, <laughs> out of out of out uh, of Prices price is right you know
0: um,
2: <laughs> is that the mortal kombat sound no it's supposed <laughs> to be the theme song of price is right
0: it's usually the guys over. were come on down like <laughs> i'm not sure if i'm doing it in the right key
2: i don't though. think i even remember the price is right theme song if i heard it i would <laughs> oh
0: yeah well that's the that's the that's like the theme song of the, yeah but like when they're saying come on down like when someone
2: gets picked, yeah, uh, you know, oh,
0: yeah, Robbie yeah. from California. <laughs> 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 okay, go ahead. Huh. I really thought you were doing
2: Mortal Kombat. <laughs> 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 I mean, Aisha Taylor versus Drew Carey. I, I'd pick Aisha Taylor, but um, <laughs> so yeah, it was it wasn't an awful. I still liked the new Who's line. It just wasn't the wasn't the the standout. that's 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 my rating.
1: I can give us like a seven out of ten. It's not a bad episode. It's you know uh, again, Troy Abed and Annie carry the episode. I think really. Um, some good hijinks, some classic community hijinks, <laughs> hijinks and soup, hijinks uh, with the you know breaking into the office. But I just <laughs> I didn't really laugh a lot at the jokes. Like a lot of the jokes didn't seem to land very well for yeah, me. Same. Um, I was laughing more at the situation mm-hmm. and like you know the the peer, uh, the group being at the, the party or the pop and lockathon. Like it, yeah, it's funny. But like I just I don't feel like I laughed a lot at any of the lines. None of the jokes were really that funny to me. And, uh, you yeah, know, I agree. I mean, Alan is unlikable. Obviously, he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I just, but I feel like the storyline, looking at it from a, just a show perspective, like the storyline feels frustrating in terms of, I don't know. It, I, I think it's necessary for this episode just to see Jeff again in his old environment being so, around. So and it being around
2: gets you, guy. like maybe put you back in touch with why he's at Greendale. Right. Maybe he's
1: trying to get back to yeah. that. And he has to deal with the guy who he finds out was the one that put him there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I just, I don't know. I think they could have done more with this. You know, I think Alan yeah, could have been yeah. a little more of a recurring character. Um, I think he's a good kind of antagonist to Jeff yeah. because they're kind of, they like mirror images. He's like, it's like the Belloc to the Indiana
2: Jones. Sort of I'm like, they're like of Jeff mm-hmm. is like
1: the, the just the good version of Alan, like really. Yeah. But he's also becoming a better person. So, like, mm-hmm. Alan is the same person. Jeff is used to be like Alan and now he's become a better person. And I, I don't know. I just, I feel like, yeah, the fact that Alan never gets to come up and it's like, Jeff is upset that, or doesn't care that he got disbarred or whatever. Like he doesn't, he doesn't really believe them. And then they show him the proof and he's like, well, I don't care. Alan's a good lawyer. It doesn't matter. Like that doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Right. It it, it just seems like if it would have come back,
2: because, because, Jeff is like, heck no, I've got, um, you know, I've got leverage over the Jagoff who, you know, just made partner. Like it doesn't, he doesn't ever get anything out of that. Yeah, he never and uses like, it. And like whenever he starts his practice at the end of season four, start of season yes. five, like, and then he loses, like Alan makes fun of him, like Alan's on mm-hmm. top. Like it just,
1: yeah, I yeah, really. Jeff doesn't really actually ever benefit from no, him knowing yeah. that. I think it would have been more interesting if, or a better episode if you would have found like, like, say Annie, Abed, and Troy um, don't find the email or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they do find it and then, like, something happens where, like, Jeff doesn't get to read it. It's like he doesn't actually know for sure if Alan was the one. Right. And maybe there's just, like, some... So, like, they still kind of leave it open and then like, was Alan the one? And it's like, they could even bring Alan back and, like, he's still kind of friends with Jeff. Right. And there's still more of, like, this, this more drawn-out storyline where Jeff's oh, trying to figure as out As long as they Alan, do something with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it really... Not- it's just kind of, like, nothing happens after this episode with that. And Because what if like what if Alan
2: like what, what let like. Let's like flip the scenario. Like let's say Alan wants Jeff to make him partner. And Jeff is like, no, I can't do that. So Alan loses his job. And then he's like, oh, by the way, Jeff, I was the one who got you disbarred. How does that feel? Like then Jeff has to wrestle with, well, now I'm no better than he is. Um, because now, you know, I did the same thing to him where he could have had this, this leap up, but I got his job taken away from him.
1: Yeah. Um, so there was really to- no reason for Jeff to help Alan. You know, no, I not guess. at it all. Just, it didn't really make. And again, he's like, "Yeah, I have leverage over him now." But he doesn't ever use it. Like, what's what point does you're gonna get ac- Ted's already told him that he wants him there. Like, he right. obviously Ted likes him. So whenever he gets his degree, he's right. gonna probably go work. There. And he doesn't even ever do any consulting stuff for that law firm. Yeah, like, but like, what does he need leverage for? He's already got like he's already respected. They know he's a good lawyer. Right. They don't like Alan anyway. Yeah. So. There's not. I mean, yet, he maybe feels like he's trying to be a good friend to Alan, but I don't know. I just I. I do. I will say I do like
2: the story that, or like how Jeff go, goes about it, and how he talks about like if you want, if you want a good lawyer, hire Alan. If you want a good person, go to open a hair salon, which is again kind of a weird reference because they just had that. But <laughs> um, talking about like his parents' divorce and like the only person I admired, not liked, but or respected, not liked but respected, was the the lawyer leaving with the sky blue Mercedes and the nice suit. Like, yeah, that makes sense for Jeff's character. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but not to help out. Yeah. I get
1: right. that. I get that. Yeah. That's a good line. Like that hit that. Yeah. dialogue he has with, with Drew carrier with Ted, great Jeff acting. I think Ted, get in here. Ted. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um,
0: I give it, I probably give it eight out of 10, closer to seven than 10. All right. Let's
2: just say, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely a lot closer to seven than 10.
0: Yeah. But, uh, similar to you, like good concept for jokes. Didn't laugh that much. No, funny, didn't laugh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought they could have done a lot more with the jokes. I don't know. I just Yeah. No, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. I digress. <laughs> or like what if uh
2: what if the hat cub hat club came back into play and they bought everybody hats that said Alan, whatever his last name is got Jeff when you're disbarred and they had everybody at the party wear it? Because then that actually make something f- out of the hat club. <laughs> and then it'd be kind of a cool little like, oh, the Green community comes together and stands up for Jeff Winger. Like, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, folks, that was uh the first episode of you Already Accepted 2.0. Feels good Ooh. to be back. Feels good to be back. Make sure to stay tuned. Smash that like button, share, subscribe, <laughs> stay notified. And we will see you all real soon. And check out Meaning by Christian Nixon. Yeah. yeah. I win. Let's play ourselves out.